Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Monday, June the 20th, 2022. And I'm so glad that you are on today. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, had a good weekend. This is a kids camp week or vacation Bible school week. So it's going to be kind of a long week, but we had a good weekend. What did we do? <laughs> Father's Day. Yesterday was Father's Day. Hope you had a chance to celebrate dad. Or if you're a dad, you felt appreciated and uh, enjoyed some whatever you enjoy yesterday. Um, yeah. Talked a little bit about uh, the Lion King. Bayside at the movies yesterday. So we used the talked about the movie The Lion King. Talked about the importance of dad's involvement and yeah it was good had a good time had a root beer float uh stand that was awesome lots of candy it looked like a movie theater lobby in there in the at bayside yesterday that was fun yeah so i hope it was awesome where you are uh it was a hot weekend pretty warm did some outdoor stuff some yard work and yeah it was quite toasty Thank goodness for air conditioning, right? <laughs> uh, well, today we're continuing in our journey through the book of Proverbs. We are in Proverbs 11 today, Proverbs chapter 11. Oh, so yesterday, uh, the reason I brought up yesterday's message is because it was based on Proverbs. Yesterday's message, I talked about Proverbs chapter 1 and a lot of the things that we've been talking about here on the podcast for the last uh, week or so. <clears throat> Just uh, the, uh, the purpose for wisdom, the benefit it is to our lives, kind of. Uh, how important it is and how we get it, how we get wisdom. So, uh, yeah, gave a shout out to the podcast and this community in both services yesterday. So maybe we'll pick up a few other people who will jump in and be a part of the, this this cool community. So anyway, today we're Proverbs 11, and uh, we'll be going through that entire chapter since we kind of took uh, a detour off of our reading plan at the beginning of the summer from reading the uh, daily readings related to the church calendar, we went and started reading Proverbs. But since we've been doing a lot of reading through the Christian calendar, I decided I would uh, continue to give you the readings in case you want to do some of that on your own. So in your episode notes, you'll have the daily readings for the second week after Pentecost, which is uh, where we are in the Christian calendar now, second week after Pentecost. And uh, on this Monday, the readings are Deuteronomy chapter 4, 9 through 14. 2 Corinthians 1, 1 through 11, and Luke 14, 25 through 35. Again, that's all in the episode notes. So if you missed that, just take a look down on your device in the episode notes, and you'll see those uh, daily, those three daily readings for the Monday on the second week after 
Pentecost. All right, you guys, let's do this. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. We just uh, see what God has to say to us. Thanks for starting your week off uh, in the Word of God and together. So let's do it. Let's read. Proverbs chapter 11. It's going to be like, uh, you know, just so you know how it is. It's like rapid fire. We're, in the, we're into the, the meat of it now. So it's like one proverb after another. And so it's just like rapid fire um, wisdom coming at you. You ready? All right, here we go. The Lord detests dishonest scales, but accurate weights find favor with him. That's talking about justice. Justice. Yeah. I mean, this is Juneteenth, by the way, So, um, which is actually an awesome, pretty cool holiday. Really, really uh, significant. Uh, two years after the the ending or the Emancipation Proclamation by Abraham Lincoln, two years later, um, signifying the official, the end of the Civil War, uh, in Galveston, Texas, um, the slaves were notified they were free. Um, in uh, June 19th, uh, 1865. Yeah, so it's awesome, awesome. So, uh, yeah, but this, I mean, so the topics of justice and all of that, you generally come up on uh, days like today. So here, if you want to wonder, if you're wondering if God's on the side of justice or, or if he cares about stuff like that, yep, he does. <laughs> the Lord detests dishonest scales, but accurately weights, but accurate weights find favor with him. He likes things to be done fairly, right? Fairness. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. Pride leads right behind him, coming disgrace. <laughs> disgrace is right, right behind him. Yep. Uh, but with humility comes wisdom. Hmm. Pride goes with disgrace. Humility precedes wisdom. Yep. Verse three, the integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Hmm. Two-sided, man. They're two-faced. Duplicity, like the the one way, one 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 way in one context, a different way in another context. But the integrity of the upright, integrity, consistency. Uh, doing the right thing. That's what guides the upright. We want to be people of integrity. Doing the right thing. Unfaithful people are destroyed by their duplicity. Wow. Verse 4. Wealth is worthless in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. Just talking about the what's what what lasts and what doesn't, right? I mean, wealth when it comes when it comes to the end, well, your wealth is not going to mean anything. At the end of the day, when it all washes out, your wealth is not going to matter. But righteousness, your righteousness will matter. Your righteousness will deliver from death. So you know, we spend so much time thinking about making money, earning money, saving money, spending money, um, building wealth. There's value in it for sure, but realize it's relative value. 
in the day of wrath, in the day of judgment, when it's all said and done, it's worthless. It, it, it counts for nothing. But your righteousness, your right relationship with God, your love for other people, uh, that, well, it will matter in the, uh, in the day of judgment. Yeah. Verse 5, the righteousness of the blameless makes their path straight, paths straight. But the wicked are brought down by their own wickedness. The righteousness of the blameless, so the righteousness of the blameless makes their path straight. Makes their path, the idea of path straight means like a good life. <laughs> the righteousness of the blameless, the, the righteousness of the people of God, the righteousness of the, the pure at heart, their strath, their path becomes straight. Their strath. <laughs> that's a that's a straight path, a strath. <laughs> oh man, English is hard. But the wicked are brought down by their own wickedness. Hmm. Wickedness come back and get you. Verse six: the righteousness of the upright delivers them, but the unfaithful are trapped by evil desires. You see the contrast there between being delivered and being trapped. That's kind of the idea of like a, uh, like a trap, like a, an animal trap. The righteousness of the upright, so doing the right thing, godly people doing the right thing, it delivers you from a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> but the unfaithful, they get trapped by their own evil desires. Their own evil desires trap them, ensnared. Hopes placed, verse 7, hopes placed in mortals die with them. All the promise of their power comes to nothing. Hmm. A reminder of where to put your ultimate hope, right? You know, we all have people we love and cherish and, uh, and maybe even, uh, you know, put our faith in and confidence in. That's okay. But make sure that, you know, everyone and, and anyone can let you down. And they ultimately... You know, most people at some point will let us down. It's not because they're horrible human beings. It's because they're human beings. <laughs> Just like you and I have let people down. There are people that have, you know, expected something of us and didn't get it, and we let them down. So hopes placed in mortals die with them. So we don't put our ultimate hope in people because when they die, our, the hope dies. We put our hope, what, in the eternal. We hope we put our hope in Jesus, who is the 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 first and the last, the beginning and the end, is the same yesterday and today and forever. Before Abraham was, he is. He exists forever. So we put our, our hope in Jesus because he lives forever. Thus, our hopes live on. Our hope is not futile. Verse 8, the righteous person is rescued from trouble, and it falls on the wicked instead. <laughs> Uh, trouble will fall on the wicked, right? It's going to find you. The righteous, rescued from a whole lot of trouble. Does do bad things sometimes happen to the righteous? Of course. Fall, rain falls on the just and the unjust. But a whole lot less will fall on the righteous than the wicked because we're doing the right things. The righteous person is rescued from trouble, and it falls on the wicked instead. Verse 9. With their mouths, the godless destroy their neighbors. 
but through knowledge the righteous escape. Hmm. The mouths of the godless destroy their neighbors. Man, have you ever seen that? What people, godless people saying about other people destroys communities, man. Destroys their neighbors. Um, but we, we should be people who bring unity, bring people together, bring reconciliation, should be ambassadors of hope, should be ambassadors of kindness, of generosity, of reconciliation, of justice. But the mouths of the godless, what does it do? It destroys the community. It destroys their neighbors. But through knowledge and wisdom, right? Through knowledge, the righteous escape. We, don't, we, we escape that craziness. Verse 10, when the righteous prosper, this is, this is awesome, man. When the righteous prospers, the city rejoices. When the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. <laughs> what, brings, what brings a city to, uh, to, to, to joy? When the righteous prosper. When good people do well, the city is, is better off. When also does the city rejoice? When the wicked perish. Uh, it's just keeping it real, right? This is Proverbs, man. It just tells you how it is. And the truth is, the, the city is better off. The community is better off when the righteous prosper. And the city does better when the wicked perish. When there's more righteousness and less wickedness, that's good. That's good. That's why we talk about more people becoming more like Jesus. Why? Because it's good for community. I mean, it's, I mean, A, because Jesus is Lord. And it's good for people to know Jesus, not only in this life, but in the life to come. But uh, secondarily, it's really good for communities. The more people in a family, the more people in a community, in a state, in the nation that know Jesus, the better it is. When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. Through the blessing, verse 11, through the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted. Hmm. Because what? The city is just the people. The city is not a building. The city is not a, a road or a lamppost. The city essentially is the people. So through the blessing of the upright, as, as the upright are blessed, the city is built up. Why? Because the upright act in justice, they act in, act in fairness, they don't use dishonest scales, they care for other people, they bless other people, they look out for their neighbor. So how is a city lifted? A city, a community is lifted when the upright are blessed. Through the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted, but by the mouth of the wicked, it is destroyed. So the wicked destroy a city with their mouths by what they say, by the, uh, by the speech, by the rhetoric. Conversely, a city is built up through the blessing of the upright. We're blessed to be a blessing. That's been a principle throughout the Bible from the very beginning, from the calling of Abraham, the reason God called Abraham. He wanted to bless Abraham and his descendants, and through them, bless the nations. Bless the upright so that they can bless the city. So does God want to bless you? Yes, he wants to bless you. We've got to cooperate with him. <laughs> we need to order our lives in a way that we can actually keep the blessings he gives. Come on, somebody. You've got to order your life in a way that that's what wisdom is all about. Like, not only can you 
make money, but you can keep it. Not only can you make friendships, but you can sustain them. That's what wisdom does for you. But God, does God want to bless? Yes, he wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing for others. Yeah, so you can be a conduit of his blessing. Verse 12, whoever derides their neighbor has no sense, but the one who has understanding holds their tongue. Whoa, somebody need to hear that today. Somebody need to hear that today. One who has understanding holds their tongue. There's a time to hold your tongue, man. This is talking about, you know, just gossip, right? Verse 12, whoever derides their neighbor has no sense. So you're just tearing their neighbors apart, tearing their coworkers apart, just tearing people up, tearing the boss apart. You got no sense. There's no benefit in doing that. But the one who has understanding, if you want to show our true understanding, is the one who holds their tongue. Yeah. That's... uh. We talked about wisdom is is a behavioral. It's not just something we know; it's something we do. So it's it's a lot easier to know this than it is to do it, right? <laughs> it's a lot harder to actually hold your tongue than it is to just know this verse. You could memorize Proverbs ten twelve right now. Whoever derides his neighbor has no sense, but one who has understanding holds their tongue. Oh, I got it. Got wisdom. Well, no, you don't really have wisdom. The way you have wisdom is when you actually do the thing. <laughs> when you actually hold your tongue. That's when you actually have, you're, you're demonstrating wisdom and you're putting your feet on the path of wisdom. That's the hard part. But that's the fruitful part. Verse 13, a gossip, here we go some more, more about gossip. A gossip betrays confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. Hmm. A gossip says, I know I'm, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but <laughs> what does a gossip do? Yeah, I know I'm not supposed to tell you this, but uh, a gossip says, I know, uh, they, I, they, I said I wouldn't say anything, but hey, a gossip says, I would tell this to them, I, I would say this to their face, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you're, they're not here. So the, just because you said I'll tell it to their face doesn't mean you're not gossiping. <laughs> Just because you said you would say it straight to their face doesn't mean you're not gossiping. You're still gossiping. And just because I don't tell anyone doesn't mean you're not gossiping. <laughs> or, hey, don't tell anybody, but uh, hey, you know what she did? Don't, don't, I'm not supposed to say anything, but <laughs> a gossip betrays confidence. Man, if someone thinks enough of us to... Uh, Confide in us. Man, let's honor it, man. Let's honor it. Don't betray a confidence. You know, unless in, in very rare instances where, you know, it could actually harm someone to betray a con to, uh, to keep a confidence. But otherwise, man, let's, uh, and those are rare, 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 rare occasions. Let's keep our confidences and be trustworthy. Verse 14, for a lack of guidance, a nation, ooh, here we go. Here's one for the country. For a lack, for lack of guidance, a nation falls. But victory is won through many advisors. I just, I chuckled. I'm not, I just saw the video over the weekend of President Biden falling on his bicycle. For a lack of guidance, you can fall off your bike too. <laughs> this is not political. It's not political one way or the other. Just to say, oh my gosh. I'm glad he was okay. 
<laughs> for a lack of guidance, a nation falls. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, shoot. For a lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. You got to have wise people around you. Then, you know, lack of guidance, our nation, you know, we, we, that's why we pray for our nation, that we have the wise, wise advisors. And right now you just wonder, right? You just wonder about our country, right? I mean, there's so many things that are, that are not, not great right now, especially in the economy, right? Man, so inflation, super high interest rates record. I mean, back to like, the rates of 30, 40 years ago, um, gas prices, I mean, just on it, food price, every price of everything. I mean, you know, we need, we need wise advisors. We need people who can speak wisdom into these things. Verse 15, whoever puts up security for a stranger will surely suffer, but whoever refuses to shake hands in pledge is safe. Hmm. So uh, basically putting up security, long, you know, um, uh, putting up collateral for someone else, co-signing <laughs> for a stranger. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not very smart. So uh, here's it's just a caution. It's a caution about uh, entering into financial contracts. Being very he being very cautious, but whoever refuses to shake hands and pledge is safe. Like, no, I'm not going to make that promise. I'm not going to pledge that. That's safe. That's smart. Well, you're not being nice. No, I'm being smart. Sometimes you got to be smart and not nice. Right? <laughs> That's what wisdom is just. So it's like, you know what? I'm not about trying to be nice right now. I'm trying to be wise. The question, the big question to ask in most decisions is, is this what's the nice thing to do? The be, usually the best question in any situation is to ask, what's the wise thing to do? Uh-huh. Yeah. In a situation, it's not what is the nicest thing to do? No, what is the wisest thing to do? Whoever puts up security for a stranger will surely suffer. But whoever refuses to shake hands in pledge is safe. Someone says, yeah, I'll give you some money, but yeah, and I'll pay you back. I'll pay you back. Mm, be careful, man. Be careful. Verse 16, a kind-hearted woman gains honor, but ruthless men gain only wealth. Only wealth. What's that? It doesn't matter. Only wealth. Kind-hearted woman gains honor, but a ruthless man, only wealth. It, better to have the kind heart and gain honor. Those who are kind benefit themselves but the cruel bring ruin on themselves. I'm sorry. Those who are being kind benefit themselves, but the cruel ruin themselves. Hmm. So when you're kind, you benefit others. So here, the Proverbs, Proverbs writer saying, you know, in many cases, kindness is wise. When you're asking, what is the wise thing to do? Usually it's being kind. Those who are kind benefit themselves. Those who are cruel bring ruin on themselves. Kindness brings benefit. Cruelness brings ruin. Hmm. Verse 18. A wicked person earns deceptive wages, but the one who sows righteousness 
reaps a sure reward. Man, let's sow some righteousness today. But the one who sows righteousness reaps a sure reward. You do things in righteousness, you're going to reap. Surely you're going to reap a, re a reward. Verse 19, truly the righteous attain life. But whoever pursues evil finds death. Again, righteousness, righteousness, righteousness. Man, we've heard so much about righteousness in this chapter. The righteousness of the upright delivers them. When the righteous prosper, a city rejoices. And here, the, um, the one who sows righteousness reaps a reward. Verse 19, truly the righteous will attain life, but whoever pursues evil finds death. Wow, you're going to return, receive life. Verse 20, the Lord detests, always good to pay attention when it says the Lord detests. The Lord detests those whose hearts are perverse, but he delights in those who are blameless. Mm. Blameless. Man, what Blameless doesn't mean uh, without blemish. Blameless just means you're growing and you're, you're at a place where uh, you should be. Right, so I've always given the example of blameless and perfection when I talk with the example of like a child, a two-year-old. Is their speech perfect? Are their mobile uh, mobility skills perfect? No, but a two-year-old can be blameless because they're exactly where they need to be at that age, at that age and that point of development. That's blameless. So at this point in your spiritual walk. You don't have to be perfect, but are you blameless? Are you, are you where you should be? Are you growing? Yeah. Verse 21, we're running out of time. i got to hurry up. Be sure of this, the wicked will not go unpunished, but those who are righteous will go free. Man, righteousness again. Oh, this one's killer. Verse 22, listen up, y'all. Listen up, this one's killer. Y'all ready? This, this, one's, this one's legit. Like a gold ring in a pig's snout. Just think of that, a pig with a gold ring in her nose, in its nose. Like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman who shows no discretion. Ooh. Right? Right? Man, I ain't got to say no more. Like a, like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman who has, shows no discretion. Verse 23, the desire of the righteous ends only in good but the hope of the wicked only in wrath. One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. Generosity. One person gives freely, and you gain even more. One person is stingy, withholds unduly, and it comes to poverty. Here's again another one about generosity. Verse 25. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Wow. You want to be you want to be blessed? Bless someone else. You want to you want to prosper? Be generous. Tithe. Give that first 10, the first and the best to God. And then be generous with over and above giving. Meeting the needs of others. A generous person will prosper. He who refreshes others will be refreshed. Verse 26. People curse the one who hoards grain but they pray God's blessing on the one who is willing to sell. Hmm. The one who's willing to share, the one who's willing to offer relief to others. They pray for that person. Verse 27, whoever seeks good finds favor, but evil comes to the one who searches for it. You search for evil, you're going to find it. 
<laughs> the one who seeks for good is going to find favor. Two more. Or no, four more. Wow. Those who trust in their riches will fall, but the righteous will thrive like a green leaf. Man, we want to be a green leaf, right? Those who trust in their riches, they're going to fall, but the righteous will thrive like a green leaf. Yes. Whoever brings ruin on the family will inherit only wind, and the fool will be a servant to the wise. Wow. The fool will be a servant to the wise. You don't want to bring ruin on your own family. Why? Because you suffer. It doesn't help you at all. Verse 30. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. The one who is wise saves lives. Wow. Your wisdom not only saves you, man, it saves other people. Mm, think about that. The, 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 when we order our lives according to wisdom, it only, not only benefits us, it saves other people's lives as well. It blesses others. Last one, verse 31, then we'll pray. We're going to make it before the 30 minutes is up. <laughs> I had to like do these last few pretty quick here, man. They're so good, though. Verse 31, if the righteous receives their due on earth, how much more the ungodly and the sinner? Ooh. The righteous is going to get theirs, and the ungodly is too. <laughs> wow. A lot of good stuff about the righteous, man. It's worth like going back through, circling every time you see the word righteous and look at all the blessings that are there. A right, generous person will prosper. Um, a righteous will thrive like the righteous will thrive like a green leaf. The righteous is a tree of life. Righteousness will deliver us from death. Man, that's awesome. All right, you guys. Well, you know what we got to do? You know, it's time for us. Time to pray. Let's do it. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for this uh, community where we can learn and grow together. Pray your blessing upon your people today. May you encourage them and strengthen them, Lord. Help us to walk in the counsel of the wise. Help us to be people of righteousness, to live blameless, to walk with integrity. Lord, we know that you'll reward that. Lord, may we be blessed so that we can bless others. Lord, we thank you. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right, you guys, thanks so much for being on today. Hope you have a fantastic Monday and a good week. Love you guys so much. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.